everybody. Welcome to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I got a jam-packed episode for you today. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. We're talking high school football week three of the high school football season. Our WCPO football game of the week is 2-0 Baden at 1-1 Withrow on Friday night. A little later, you're going to hear from Baden coach Nick Yorty as the Rams try to go 3-0 for the third consecutive season. You're also going to hear from Withrow coach Kali Jones as the Tigers seek to bounce back from a close week two loss to visiting Springboro. And we also have a featured interview with Kings head coach Alex Garvin, along with two of his seniors, quarterback Will Coker and senior wide receiver Michael Massari. And if you haven't seen our stories on WCPO.com this week, be sure to check us out for all your high school sports coverage. I have a story about the Loveland High School girls basketball program naming two uh, co-head coaches uh, for the program this upcoming season after the loss of Darnell Parker back in July. And also the Roger Bacon High School girls volleyball program earned its 700th career victory last week. And I have a story for you as well on WCPO.com. But first up, it was yet another strong week for the Wyoming football team. The final weekend of August, the Cowboys earned their second straight shutout, this time a 20 to nothing win over Taft at Stargill Stadium. Senior running back C.J. Hester, a Western Michigan commit, he rushed for 188 yards and a touchdown, including a 96-yard touchdown run, believed to be his career best as the Cowboys won their 59th consecutive regular season game. I talked to Wyoming coach Aaron Hancock after the game, and he spoke about Hester's talent and his leadership for the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, C.J.'s tremendous. He's a tremendous young man, tremendous football player, awfully proud of him, Um, just just truly blessed that he's a part of our football program and a, and a, and a team captain for us and it, it it he his leadership trans transcends down to the rest of the team every single day it's only week three obviously but in my mind cj hester has to be a candidate for yeah, ohio mr football if he continues to put up these types of numbers the rest of the season just a remind to everybody he was 13th nationally with 278 points his junior year he's already putting up some impressive numbers through two games he has 4,306 career rushing yards. He is just 1,444 yards away from joining the state's all-time career yards rushing list. And uh, that's going to be something to watch for sure as Wyoming takes on Aiken in this week three matchup. But before I go any further, I want to remind you this High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants where the winning play is always chicken. Download the app today for easy ordering. Well, speaking of significant stats, Kings has certainly exhibited its dominance through the first two games. The Knights have scored 76 points overall and just allowed three points entering Friday night's game at Walnut Hills. I had a chance to catch up with Kings head coach Alex Garvin, along with two of his seniors, quarterback Will Coker and wide receiver Michael Massari, on Wednesday afternoon. Well, Coach, uh, I guess let's just start with you. Um, what, what do you like most about the way the team is playing here through two games, and uh, what do you expect uh, Friday night at Walnut Hills? Well, this group's a really fun group to coach. Um, we have 16 returning kids uh, that started for us last year and uh, a really solid senior class that has spent their whole life winning. And uh, they work really, really hard. So uh, this summer and, and really all offseason, we've been really focused on uh, just you know stacking good days on good days and making sure that no, no day was wasted and, and we took advantage of getting better. And uh, this group does it really, really well. So uh, they're very driven. They're, you know, they, they want to accomplish big things, but they just work so hard. So, um, you know, as the, as the season has gone on, you know, we've, we've really just been focused on, on uh, getting better each day and making sure that Friday night we produce our best 
product that we can that week and then back to the drawing board each Saturday. So this Friday will pose a good test. Uh, Walnut Hills, although being 0-2, have played two really good teams. Uh, they have a really strong defensive line, probably one of the best we've faced so far. And, uh, you know, TJ Nelson's a three-year starter over there and, and can be an elusive quarterback. So, um, you know, they've had some challenges, but uh, they're certainly a strong team and uh, excited to see what our, our guys can do against them on Friday. Will, what does it mean to you to be a captain this year for your senior season? Um, it is special, especially knowing that all of my teammates have trusted me to make the right decision and lead our team out there. It means a lot. And, uh, I mean, I think us five captains, we've talked about it. Like, it does mean a lot to us just for the team to trust in us. But it is really – it's really cool. Well, you've thrown for 583 yards and six touchdowns, rushed for over 100 yards and a touchdown. And, Michael, obviously 11 receptions for 260 yards and four touchdowns. Um, uh, Michael, I, I'll bring you in the conversation here. What, uh, what's it been like just to, to be a part of this offense and, and knowing you're playing with an experienced group, especially your, your quarterback there with Will? Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we kind of all got thrown into the game last year being a bit of a younger team with a lot of juniors starting, like you said. Um, but it's fun having all of us come back this next year. Uh, the Lions really stepped up. We've been able to have like a lot of our pass protections. They've been just wide open. Will's just been able to make a great throw. Um, but it's just a lot of fun, a lot of experience. It's going to be a fun season. How would you describe Kings football for, for maybe somebody who's an outsider who – you know, doesn't know too much about the program. How would you describe it, Michael? I would probably just describe them as like, just like a team. Like we don't really have like anyone who stands out. I feel like, like for in order to will to throw it, the line has to block, and then in order for that to happen, I have to catch it. Like we all rely on each other, and no really one individual does everything. Same thing for you, Will, but just bigger picture. I mean, what's this program meant to you over the past? Yeah, year? I mean, I can agree with a lot of that. Like I've never felt like. Kings has ever had the best athletes, but they still beat the teams with better athletes with than them just because they play together. We don't make many mistakes. We're pretty smart at what we do, and we stick to what our coaches teach us. So I believe that teams like that can beat teams with way more talent any day, any day of the week. Coach, what's uh, both of these guys meant to you as far as the program goes? Uh, these guys have meant a lot to the program. It, they're certainly great football players, and we love them for that. Um, they help us win on Friday nights, but the, certainly the, the way that they lead our culture and the way that they're leaving a legacy for the, the grades behind them. You know, we talk all, all the time about how do we do it here? And, and both of those comments really lead to uh, we, we, we preach power of the team all the time. And that um, in football, the, the power of, of a significant uh, team is, is, in the, is, in the, is in the team and making sure that everybody is uh, rowing in the same direction and uh, has their sights set on, on being a productive entire unit, not an individual player. And these guys lead it really well. And there's, you know, freshmen and sophomores and juniors that are looking at them. And, and I just, I got full faith that not only are they doing it themselves, but they're showing the way. Um, and for years to come, Kings is going to be a really strong, healthy program because of guys like this that are, are making sure. And the guys that came before them um, that have really set the stage and said, this is how Kings football, uh, this is how we do it here. I know you've been a head coach for a number of years now. You were the OC prior to that. Um, just kind of curious, you're a guidance counselor there at school. Um, what skills kind of uh, transition or, or, or translate well, I guess, between the two when it comes to a guidance counselor and a, a head coach of a football program? Well, one, one um, at least bigger picture thing is uh, transcripts and, and college entrance stuff. You know, I, I understand that world. So I understand the eligibility and the, 
um, the courses and the types of things that colleges are looking for. So then the college recruiting conversations and um, the conversations with the coaches and our own players, I have that connection um, just being in the, in the college world here. Um, but more importantly, I have a, I have an office, I have a space where guys can come and we can chat and I can get kids down during the school day. And, um, really I spent a lot of my time thinking about the best way to motivate and encourage and inspire young people. Uh, that's a huge part of my job. And then I get to go out on the football field after school and, and I do it with these same guys and I do it in a different uh, avenue or a different light, but, um, a lot of my mind and a lot of the skill set that I can bring uh, is for both jobs. And just before, before I let you go, Coach, I mean, just you have so many players that are um, standouts on both sides of the ball. Do you want to mention a few that have really stood out for you the past two weeks? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it would be hard. I mean, I, I can certainly try. We, this group is really special. Um, and, you know, hopefully I say that about every group every year from now on. Um, that's my knock on wood hope, but this particular group is really, really special. Um, and they've worked so hard and I'm, I mean, I'm not even talking from August one, I'm talking from last December when we got in the weight room and, uh, Joseph Tungate and Eli Rory and those guys, Justin Berg, they, they found a spot in a weight room around town the day after we lost to Wynton Woods and started preparing for this season. And, and they came in this off season and this, you know, once we started in August, just uh, stronger and bigger and faster uh, and still go so hard in practice because they know they have uh, some meat left on the bone. So, uh, you know, Jay Cameron had a breakout season last year and is doing fantastic on two sides of the ball this year. Uh, Nick Hoying is all-state linebacker last year and is back and is better than ever. Uh, Hunter Jones tore his ACL in the Lima game last year, recovered so hard all offseason. He's back on the field week one against Sycamore this year uh, and having a great season. Jimmy Kelly put on 30 pounds and, and it's more physical and, and faster at DB. Paulie Kelly came over from offense and is playing corner, doing great. We stole Brady Wick from the soccer program and he's, you know, been an all-star DB and uh, Eli Taylor at defensive end and Cato Meisner is an upcoming sophomore. I mean, it's just, Patty, how you best playing linebacker? I feel like, I'm sorry, I could just keep going. I, I love them. They're awesome. Um, they're having a great season. Cody Powell, Cam uh, Crooks, I mean, I just... I can't stop, but I love them. They're great. Uh, we have a really, really fun and exciting uh, product uh, that we're not at our maximum yet. Great so I'm excited to see what the next couple weeks, uh, hopefully several weeks, can look like. Definitely. Well, uh, Will Coker, Michael Masari, and Coach Alex Garvin, really appreciate your time, and best of luck to the Knights going forward this season. Of course. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you for having us out. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Well, I've known Alex Garvin for a long time. He was offensive coordinator there under uh, former longtime head coach Andy Olds. And I know when he says this team is special, that is certainly significant. Uh, coach Garvin and everybody there over at Kings has had a successful run uh, for several years. And uh, certainly the Knights are looking to take the next step in the postseason. And they have a very talented group to lead them to do so. But before we go any further in this episode, I want to remind everybody this High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants. Catering is Chick-fil-A's winning play of the game. Perfect for your tailgate parties. Order today in the app. Well, our WCPO game of the week is Baden at Withrow. This is the first time these two teams have met since 2003. And I had a chance to catch up with Baden coach Nick Yordy on Monday. I started by asking him what he liked most about the way the Rams are playing through two games. Yeah, I mean, these kids play hard. You know, after um, 
<clears throat> season we had last year, and we kind of put that in the rearview mirror. That's behind us. It's over with. And, and you know, we talked to these kids about, hey, it's, it's their turn. It's their opportunity here to kind of leave their mark, uh, you know, as seniors. And some of these underclassmen, you know, have to step up. And, and they've done a really good job of that. And, um, you know, <clears throat> offensively, we've been doing what we had to do to win games. Our defense is kind of – Doing, doing what they do, and, and um, special teams are really playing well right now, too. So um, right now it seems like things are starting to come together, but we still got a long way to go. Our WCPO game of the week is uh, Baden at Withrow this week. So uh, when's the last time you played Withrow? Do you know? Uh, I do not. I know we've played in the past here. I was obviously before my time here. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, they're a really good football team, and uh, they got they got some things really rolling right now. I know they had a tough loss last week, but, um, you know, their, their coach is really starting to turn the corner with those kids, and we're going to be prepared for a battle. What, do you, what have you noticed on film with them that obviously they're playing um, a tough schedule for themselves? And, and, and yeah. What have you, what are you impressed with, I guess, just uh, – Yeah, just um, – I mean, they're, they're, they're big. Their overall size, uh, physical team, especially up front, I think, and uh, just their overall speed is is very very, you know, kind of you know jumps out on you on film, you know, and then they they got the ability to, to bust a big play. And last week in Springboro, they had a couple big plays there, so um, you know it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's not easy. I mean, especially the two games we've played here back to back, and then have them come in and part of our out of conference schedule. You know, it's it's going to be a big one again. Sure. Alex, uh, obviously 16 to 22 last week, uh, two touchdowns over 200 yards passing. I mean, how well is he managing the offense for you guys? Oh, he's doing, he's doing an outstanding job. You know, I think last year getting kind of thrown into the fire there late in that, that the last couple of games there with Landon getting hurt, um, you know, it helped him out. I think he's kind of relying. He, he got some of that experience and he's just kind of rolling with it. He had a great off season. His arms got a lot stronger. Uh, he's put on a little bit of weight. So, um, yeah, he's, he's doing a great job and really taking control of the huddle. Obviously, a lot of people who follow uh, UC recruiting know about Braden Moore. I mean, just had some big games for you already. I mean, yeah. can you talk about what you've seen yeah. from him. Yeah, um, you know, there, there's a reason why he he had some offers he had, you know, and there's a reason why he's going to UC right now. And, you know, credit to them and their coaching staff for, for keeping a, a local kid, you know, at home. And, um, you know, he's just going out. You know, we kind of tell him he doesn't have to win a game by himself. He just has to go out and, and do what he does. And, um, you know, teams are starting to – they know where he's at on the field, and, and that's kind of on us as coaches a little bit to to still get him involved and try to figure out new ways to get him, you know, involved in the game offensively. And he does a great job defensively, and then, you know, he's back there returning kicks too. So he's he never really comes off the field. I know you have so many standouts here. Carter Russo, 100 yards rushing. Um, one, one player I saw, a junior, uh, Aiden Brown, I saw in the highlights, what, a pick six and a touchdown reception. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, what, what is it about this this group that makes them fun to coach? Yeah, they, I mean, they are fun. And, and it's younger guys. And, um, you know, we I know a lot of these guys now. I'm, I have a son on the team right now um, who's in a junior class. So I know these guys. I knew them when they were in kindergarten, you know. So um, for me as a coach to see these guys having this opportunity to play varsity football, you know, on Friday night underneath the lights and get out there and make plays because they've been they've, – they've put their time in. They've waited. And, and, you know, now it's – time for these younger guys to really step up and and so far they've done that and and we're going to need them here for next couple of games no doubt coach best of luck to the rams thanks for joining us all right thanks a lot man appreciate it well the rams obviously a state runner up a year ago are looking to make it back to canton and they have all the pieces to the puzzle to do so playing a tough schedule and uh Baden is 23 and 3 in the regular season believe it or not since the start of 2019 
The Rams face a Withrow team that lost by seven to Division I Springboro last week. As everybody knows, Withrow is a Division II program. They also have a very difficult schedule in their own right after earning the program's first playoff win in 2021. I visited Withrow's practice on Tuesday afternoon. I asked uh, Tigers coach Kali Jones how the team has responded after it gave up 27 points to Springboro in the first half last week. We just want to lock in and do what we do. And so um, a common thing that we have around here is Withrow controls Withrow. And so when Withrow's locked in, we're tough to beat. And uh, we're having off-the-field distractions or maybe not locked in um, starting at the beginning of the week, whether it be in the classroom, whether it be um, not listening to your parents. Um, Those little things build up to the product that you see on Friday night. And so we had to work through a little bit of that on Friday uh, with Springboro, uh, spotting 27 points. Uh, but we locked in in the second half and had a, had the ball with four minutes left to go going in to win the game on the 30. So uh, we just have to start out stronger. So that's one thing that we're just locked in on is Withrow controls Withrow. We do what we're supposed to do, and we should have success. As I mentioned, I was there at Withrow on Tuesday afternoon. Everybody was locked in. I could see it in their eyes. I could hear it in their voices. Talked to a couple of players in addition to Coach Jones and uh, junior cornerback uh, Terrain Nichols. I mean, he was telling me, hey, just listen to the coaches. We just got to tackle. We got to play physical. We want to get off to that strong start and not allow a, a team like Baden to to get up on us early like Springboro did last week. So that's going to be really key on uh, Friday night. And Withrow hasn't beaten Baden since 2001. But this is certainly a matchup that everybody around the city is going to be interested come Friday night. Well, several games to watch in week three on the schedule. Clinton Massey at Fenwick Fairfield, which is 2-0 at Colerain in a key GMC matchup. You have Elder at Springboro and another uh, GCL South team going to the GWAC when LaSalle takes on Kettering Fairmont. Uh, one game I'm really interested in is 2-0 Richmond at 2-0 Western Hills. The Mustangs are 2-0 for the first time since the 2010 season. Speaking of another great story, Oak Hills is 2-0. They take on Mason, and the Highlanders are trying to go 3-0 for the first time since the 2003 season. And then you have Wenton Woods at West Claremont in a key ECC matchup as well. We'll have all the coverage for you on Friday night. I'll be out at Withrow High School with Marshall Kramsky for our pregame interview, and uh, we will have all the highlights for you on the Friday Night Frenzy. Thanks again for watching and listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Oh, 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 o